This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Ah, yes. Welcome to the post-game podcast. Jerry's not here. Today, I've got Eddie Scazzari. Oh, Hello. Hi, podcast people oh the podcast people say hello to you too here's uh, something i noticed eddie and i'm Mm -hmm. sure you you know you're a man who has uh, multiple dogs you've had dogs your whole life uh the dogs love the sun yes why do they not get sunburn um well the fur you think the fur is blocking it yeah it's keeping them from getting sunburn what if, like, my dog has no fur on her belly? Could her belly get sunburned? I would imagine it could. Yeah. But when they're outside, they usually don't do that rollover thing. Yeah. You know. In the house, though, they lay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dogs, lay. they will search out the sun. Yes. They'll move to different bedrooms if you have a house with multiple bedrooms looking for that sun coming in. And I notice uh, with, with in my yard, yeah, because you know, I have a fenced-in yard, even when it's hot... They will love to just sit out, and it's, like, beastly hot. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Right, and when you touch your dog, sometimes yes. they're, like, burning hot. And they get the, and then the heat brings out that, that musky smell. Oh, is I that right? I don't know if it happens with whimsy. Yeah. But certain dogs, they get that, that smell. You know they've been outside in the sun. Do <laughs> you think it's dog sweat? Uh, well, dogs don't sweat. Yeah. That's why they pant. They sweat through their feet and their... And, uh, the pads of their feet and the panting. Uh, they don't have like sweat glands like you and I have. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know why they do that, but they love it. My dog has smelly feet. Yeah. Well, that's the sweat. Yeah. yeah. Like if I uh, I have to put like some ointment on her one paw pad mm-hmm. and like her feet smell. I always. Like uh, a person's smelly feet. Think it, um, it. They smell like Fritos. Yes. For whatever reason. <laughs> not that it's that unpleasant. It's not like people's stinky feet. Right. But it does certainly have an odor. I mean, I guess it makes sense. They're walking around with no shoes on all day long. Oh, yes. Long. Agreed. The, walking through. I also wonder this, because uh, my dog has been pretty good at it. So there's, uh, where I walk her, there's uh, geese poop everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then there's also dog poop that people don't pick up. Yes. She's pretty adept at not stepping in it somehow. That's that's pretty good. Do you think they're aware of their four feet and like when they see a pile of poop coming, they know not to walk in, or has it just been dumb luck? 
no, I think there's a certain sense that they have yeah. to avoid that. Um, my dogs will avoid it uh, except for when they're just running around with the crazies or playing occasionally. And they can't help themselves. Yeah, they'll they'll step in it in the backyard. But we try to do a, a good job of picking up the poop as soon as it is deposited. Yeah. Because my oldest dog, she likes to eat the poop. Ooh, that's a yeah. rough one. Yeah, yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But not harmful because it's something they do in nature. They eat Certain their own dogs. poop? Yes, some dogs. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, and I don't know what, there's a name for it, which I'm forgetting, but uh, it's gross, but not harmful. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Because I know they don't like when people's dogs eat goose poop. Yeah, that's also, uh, it's like a pate almost. Yeah, but I think that actually is just like the geese, all they do is eat uh, grass. Yeah, again, I don't what think I heard. it's harmful. Yeah, I don't think it's harmful either. It's just disgusting because then we yeah. kiss our dogs. Yeah, yeah it's even though our dogs lick their own genitals and butts, that is also and then true. we kiss them. But as dog owners, you just it's a thing. Yeah, you get past it. You do, which is really weird. It's bizarre, especially like, I didn't think I'd be able to get past that. Mm-hmm. Like occasionally when I'm picking up dog poop, occasion I'm telling you, like it maybe it's happened twice where it's gotten on my hand. Oh uh, yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is disgusting. But right. you, I waited out till I get home from the walk, and yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, and it's just like an adorable, like I imagine what people have with their children if their child poops on them. Yeah, it's just like, well, that's my kid, right? Yeah, obviously. Like if your dog, if I touched your dog's poop, it would probably disgust me. But my dog's mm-hmm. poop is different. And occasionally, uh, I will, and I've learned not to even ask anymore. Um, when we're going for the walks, and we see that another dog owner has left the poop, I will say we should just we should pick that up just for the benefit of all dog owners. And my wife is like, I am not picking up another dog's poop. I right. pick up my dog's poop, but not another. And I don't understand that. I, I, I do get that. But I, I've, I've lost that argument so many times, I, I don't even try anymore. So she doesn't want to pick it up because it's disgusting or because the other person do, didn't do it, so why should she? And, I think that's a very small part of it because, you know, the whole greater good argument would yeah. go against that. I think it's just more whatever it is you're feeling yeah. that she is uh, averse to that. I think about that too sometimes. There's uh, someone in my neighborhood who has two Great Danes that they walk ah. together. I was like, oh, my God, like what – type of bags is this yeah, guy carrying? Yeah, they have to bring the full, like, shopping, plastic shopping bags. <laughs> so disgusting. Yeah, it's like elephant poop. Ah, and there's two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you're always picking up I use this something. product uh, called Bernie's Perfect Poop, and it's, I would I would uh, say it's uh, as advertised. What is it? It just makes the poop, it's like a little powder, like, not powder, almost looks like a like a granular thing you sprinkle on their food, and it just uh, helps the poop uh, not get that squishy. I mean, of course, it's going to happen at some point in time just for things they've eaten. Is it a flavored uh, like powder type uh, yeah, thing? Yeah, I guess it has some sort of a flavor. It has an odor to it, but it's nothing that, you know, dogs and a lot of animals like stinky food, like yeah. stinkier the better. Um, so they don't mind it at all, and it does make their poop very easy to pick up i was using a thing called oli oh this is a brand name oleo carrots mm-hmm. and it's uh these little pellets mm-hmm. that you're supposed to 
put in water first, and then when they when it expands, then you put it in mm-hmm. the food. Well, the dog wouldn't need them, wouldn't eat the food if it was in there. So mm-hmm. then somebody suggested just don't wet them, just throw the pellets in there. Yeah. And she was eating them, and then it was expanding yeah, in her of stomach. Course, yeah. Oh, it was helping a ton. And then you stopped that. Well, yeah, she stopped wanting to have them in her thing, but this other thing sounds interesting. Yeah. Bernie's Perfect Poop? Yes. Bernie's Perfect Poop. Okay. Comes in a bag, and you put it like a... And you have to build it up. Like, you don't want to give her that the her ultimately full amount right away. I guess a too much fiber situation, oh, perhaps. Okay. So you you, uh, you start with like a quarter measure and then build it up to whatever... I think they take a tablespoon now, and your dog's about the same weight as mine. Yeah, my dog's a little heavy, they told me at the vet. Is she over 70? No, not over 70. No, yeah. Not yet. I think she's uh, 60. But I think when I got her and brought her there, she was 53 pounds. Yeah, and that's uh, seven pounds for that total body weight is a larger percentage. Yeah, but she was muscular when I got her. She mm-hmm. was a racing dog. Oh, she was, now right. she's like a... She's like an athlete that stops uh, working out. And I don't know about Raymond is just one of those, like uh, one of those people who's just naturally fit and athletic and yeah. trim, annoyingly, um, without any work. And he is just, he's just solid muscle. Yeah, I think the pit bulls, like, and he's part pit bull, part right? Part pit, yep. Those pit bulls are muscular without doing the work. Yes. Yeah, they're just big barrel chested. Yeah. Not that he, he's not a full pit, so he doesn't have the barrel chest, but he is, he is tight, as they say. Yeah. Tight. Uh, so I started this conversation with this idea that uh, the dogs are laying in the sun and they're not getting sunburned. Mm-hmm. I follow like a bunch of um, ingredients people on social media. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah, it's just people telling you these are the things you should eat, mm-hmm. these are the things you shouldn't eat. There is a growing um, thought that if you eat the proper diet of whole foods, meaning mm-hmm. you're not eating processed junk food, uh, that you would not get sunburn. Is that I, possible? I think that's BS. Their myself. theory of it is like, back before we had all this processed food, caveman era mm-hmm. after that, like, were cavemen getting sunburned or were they not getting sunburned? Like, is, is sunburn a newer thing? Uh, I would relatively newer in the history of uh, the human species. I would just say, meaning yes. like like when like when do you think we decided like hey we probably need to start protecting ourselves from the sun for our skin, not just because oh being in the sun is very hot and uncomfortable. I, I I would think when when the Europeans or the more properly maybe the northern Europeans started going on long sea voyages. Where you know the you know when you're out on the water, the sun can really beat you up. But um, people who like uh, are naturally darker, say some of the Mediterranean, like Italian. And I'm part Italian, but I don't have those genes for the darker skin. You know they they weather the sun much better than like say a Norwegian would. Yeah. So I think when some of the the northern Europeans started sailing a lot, I I think that probably became a thing where they were looking for something to and i don't know what they used back in the day in the early times right. of it but what were they using i i don't know i have no idea i've never looked at the history of i've never taken a deep dive into the history of sunburn 
Yeah, because these, I'm telling you, these ingredients people that want you eating all healthy things, Mm -hmm. they'll tell you that that, uh, if you're not having processed foods, your skin won't burn because you need the sun. Yes, you do. And then also that sunscreen is all chemicals that get absorbed in your skin, and that's bad for you. Yeah, well, hey, uh, I, I think that's a little BS. I know we need D3, obviously. For, from the get, sun, they say, the, yeah. Yeah, and I actually have a deficiency, so I take a D3 every day. They say most people yes. have deficiency in D3. Uh, I would ag- agree because we're not out as Yeah, we are busy having to go to work. Right, we're inside all the time. We, we yeah. evolved outside in the sun. But, um, you know, humans evolved in Africa, and they uh, people who live in more sunnier areas have naturally darker pigments in their skin which help them so they don't burn as no, they can but not it would they can weather it a lot better than fairer skin people when when humans migrated up into less sunnier climes that they the the i guess a natural selection for darker pigments wasn't as important important uh, when they got into, you know, areas that they weren't getting beat upon by the sun as much. There are also certain people that always look tan, mm-hmm. right? Like if you are an outdoor worker, you mm-hmm. have like a, a a landscaping business. Sure. You're a surfer dude. Yep. Those people are always tan. Yes. And, and then there are a certain percentage of them who never develop like skin cancer right. problems. But then some do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the balance, right? Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, I need the sun for vitamin D, correct? And it's good to get sunlight. Sure, it is. Keeps you in a better mood, all these sorts of yes. things. Yet, you could burn yourself. Yes, and I'm a fairer skinned person, yeah. as are you. Well, like Jerry and Geo, they, you know, they get really nice and dark and tan, where I get just more red. I don't really get a, a nice tan. I wonder if Jerry, when he's doing all those little league games, is he? Oh my god, is he, yeah. Um, Putting sunscreen on, uh, you think? I don't know. I'm sure he's wearing a, ca- a hat. Yeah. But I don't know how much he needs. Like, I don't need... My wife doesn't need... She's uh, Chinese, a darker pigment of her skin, and she doesn't need as much sunscreen as I do. Hmm. But I have to lather it on. Yeah. You got to pile that on. You mm-hmm. got to put that zinc thing across your nose. Yeah. Like that picture Gio took of me at the, down at the Super Bowl. Night. Yes. I mean, the, we were on that boat. Yes, you were all... Ridiculously lathered up. Yeah, you were all lathered up. Mm-hmm. I also got a... I made a purchase. It actually just showed up last night. I didn't have a chance to uh, test it out, but I'm going to bring it in here tomorrow. I bought a uh, a thing to test water. Okay. It's like a parts per million thing mm-hmm. where you dip it in the... It's like this device that you dip in the water, mm-hmm. and it tells you how many parts per million of bad things are in oh, your potentially water. Potentially bad things. Yeah, because I want to test it on all sorts of things. I want to test it on New York tap water. I want to test it on our filtering system in here. I want to test it on my filter at home, tap water at home. Now, oh. the, the it's long been thought. Yeah. I don't know how true it is that New York City tap water is like... Some of the best. That's what I've always heard, but and best tasting. Now, I did notice as a kid that our New York City tap water on Staten Island was much better tasting than the New Jersey water. Once you moved to New Jersey, you realize this? no. When I would be have a reason to be in New Jersey and had to drink tap water because yeah. back in the seventies, people that's all you drank. 
you tap water everywhere, right. water fountains, this, that, whatever. Right out of the hose. Yeah, of course. So, um, and of, then when we went on like vacation out to Salt Lake City, terrible water, terrible really? tasting. Yeah. Terrible uh, tasting water. Like a harder water, not a softer water. Um, but I, I did, but, but as the decades have gone on, I've, find that new jersey tap water is, is fine as well yeah i don't know if what changed but there's not there was nothing better as a kid in the summer you playing wiffle ball or whatever and then you drink out of the hose oh yeah oh Absolutely. my gosh yeah that was delicious water yeah, it was hose water and we're still alive still alive mm-hmm. yeah the only thing sometimes you'll see like um pictures of the water pipes mm-hmm. and what they look like yeah and it's like they've got so much junk in it that just a little tiny piece of the open pipe is where all the water is getting through yeah all that build up over the years of all the minerals yeah calcite and all that stuff yeah because um some people say like that our water has all sorts of things in it because like you know like they'll say like if you you know they do these uh, pill programs or they'll they'll you could drop off your pills that you're not using Mm -hmm. To like the police, and they'll yeah, dispose of them. Prescriptions, yeah, unused because people were flushing them down the toilet. Yeah, and then when you flush things down the toilet, that they somehow get into the water system. But then, how's all our poop not in the water system? Well, I mean, the sewage. Yeah, it goes. I think that 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 sewage. I don't think they. I didn't think they recycled the water, but I know they treat it. Yeah, they treat but it. it. And then I guess it could get into the the ocean or groundwater yeah. or stuff like that. So perhaps that's what they're talking about, not necessarily our drinking water. Yeah, they, no, yeah, they, these people are talking about drinking water. That even like birth control is in our drinking water because women are peeing out. Women on birth control, urine has birth control, sure, in it, and then it's getting in our water. I, I see. I don't, Freaking women peeing I don't, in the no, water. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't know how that I'm going to find out. I got a testing kit yeah. coming. Uh, and I know they do put fluoride in it. Yeah, and which people don't put, like. And I know they put uh, chlorine in it. Yeah. And every once in a while, on certain days, if it's certain humidity or whatever, you can smell it from the tap water, the chlorine. Is that right? I can. Do you use any type of filter at home? Uh, we have our... Refri- I usually get my drinking water from the refrigerator. And that has a which filter. Which has a little water. Yes, it has Built one in. of those. Well, you know, you change it. Yeah. You those are pricey, it. right? Yeah, they are. I don't know what they are, but I know they're not cheap. Yeah. But they last like six months or something. Yeah. I guess. I might have to send you home with my uh, tester for you to test your refrigerator filtered mm-hmm. water. And I know that's a like a charcoal filter. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they say the Brita filters don't do anything. Really? Like it's very little. Uh. It does very little. But I'm going to put that to the test. This is going to be part of my experimentation. Well, I know when I first put in the filter... You're supposed to run it through, and that yeah. first thing comes out like you can see the dark particles. Yes, of, of, of the, the charcoal, charcoal. Yeah, which is not harmful to you, and right. it's actually a great natural filter. Like if you're out, if you knew how to build a filter yourself, you could make make a great filter. Mm, nice charcoal filter. Sure. You ever see those things they sell for? Uh, I guess it's for like doomsday people, where they have like this this long thing it looks like a long straw mm-hmm. and it's filter built in and you supposedly can suck up creek water and it it's all filtered out right well i think for i, I know for campers they sell these things where you can drop a, something into creek water if you don't have your own water and it, it does purifies so. it yeah because it, it, you're really 
out in the woods, at least in this area, I think most areas of the country, you're worried about giardia, which is little uh, protozoan or whatever, but little bacteria or something. I forget exactly what it is. But uh, that causes uh, uh, what they uh, call beaver fever, which is it's basically diarrhea. Beaver fever. Yeah, because that's what I guess maybe that's where they thought it came from that was get you know beavers had it and it went into the water and yeah but you're supposed to purify or filter your water if you have to drink spring water right or else you get giardia or beaver fever mm-hmm. hmm. you got to be careful about dirty beavers <laughs> that you do all mm. sorts of ways all sorts of ways that you got to be very careful uh then finally i was in home depot this weekend okay and i saw this cool machine it's a, it's a, uh, it looks like a big washing machine or dryer. It's both in one machine. Where you just, it drops down into the dryer? No, it's just one tub. Oh. You throw your laundry in. GE makes it. It's called, uh, I wrote it down, one and done. You throw your laundry in there. It washes the laundry. Then it dries it in that same thing. Like you don't huh. do any transfer. Wow. Because I've seen the ones that are stacked where you can just kind of like somehow just, uh, I don't know if it's like, you know, uh, uh, saw the lady in half kind of box where you pull out a thing and yeah. it drops into the, I've seen those uh, stacked. And actually maybe even you ha- you might have to take it out and put it in the bottom one or whatever, but I've, I've seen that. Yeah. But not what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is looking cool. One and done. One and done, it's called. Now I I, I wish I would need be in need of a washer and dryer. That would be cool. Not only that, this one does not have an exhaust thing. What? Yeah, I don't know how it dries it without an exhaust. And is there, it must be a dryer vent, I guess. I don't know. And what do you, do you, do you then, do you have to come back to put in your dryer sheet if that's something you want to use? or? Yeah, you would have to. Yeah. That kind of defeats the purpose of the yeah. one and done. And, and it also, it connects, of course, like everything these days, it connects to an app and it'll let you know your your wash is done. Yeah, yeah. But it looked really interesting. Mm. And yet, it also, sometimes when things have so many electronics and features on it, it's just like something's going to break. Yeah, you're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. And then we have to get a new motherboard. Or yes. A, you know, it's not like the old ones where it was just, oh, the dial's a little stuck. I can yeah. just fix it myself. But in some ways, it looked cool. Like, I, I want to yeah. uh, look at reviews on it just to see. GE one and done. GE one and done. It was like $2,100, $2,200. That's it, it was cool reasonable. looking. It was very reasonable. I don't understand how it doesn't have a exhaust, though. Yes, that is odd to me. Very strange. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand. I'd love to try to explain that to my homeowners association when they go, uh, you know, because like every two years, you got to show them that you got your uh, stuff cleaned out. Dryer vent. Dryer vent, or you could cause a fire. sure. I'd be like, no, I don't have a dryer vent. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) What are you talking about? Right. Nope. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to look up that and report back, and then I'm also going to bring in my water tester tomorrow. Okay. We'll play around with it. Excellent. Well, I'll play around with it at least, and I'll give you the details. Yes. Maybe I'll do a thing for digital. Let's do the warm-up next. So. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's over already. What? It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. Already. The superheroes of WFAN. This is our closing music. Good morning. Welcome to the warm-up program. Oh, that's what you meant. (laughs) You meant the Giants. No, no. Jerry's not here today because here's what happened. Last week when we were talking about the games, Jerry said, are we really going to walk in here with the Giants at 2-7? and And Jerry refused to do it. So he's not here today. (laughs) That's why. He refused to come in. At a Giants being yeah. two and seven, he called me right after Daniel Jones' knee buckled. He went down. He said, "Listen, I you yeah. know, I can't go sit there with that's Al it tomorrow. Goodbye, you're up, you're up. That's right. Jerry actually was doing Cowboys Eagles. Oh, is that okay? That's what it was in yeah. Philadelphia on the radio, <laughs> the National Compass Media broadcast. Indeed, with his boyhood hero Danny White. I was just cutting up some of the highlights. Oh, is that right? Well, we have to play Jerry, even though the Cowboys lost because poor ah! Mer- poor, oh. poor Merrill." Reese on our sister station, uh, WIP, down in Philly, needed a throat lozenge yesterday. He oh, was he, struggling. He was not Woo. not doing well. No. So Hope this, he's okay, uh, by the way. This is a Giants. It just, I got to a point yesterday before the game even. Actually, well, as soon as the uh, Raiders went up 7 nothing, <laughs> That was it. I really. Thor. I, st- I was like, this is, at this point, I have to root against the Giants. I have to. And I want to root for the New York teams. But they make it so damn hard. The Giants winning that game would have been meaningless anyway. We need a total, total disaster for this season. And it is a total disaster. And it is officially now a total disaster. Mm -hmm. You lost to a rookie quarterback who you did not sack once. You lost to a guy who's never coached a game in his life. And Uh, it wasn't close. Never coached an NFL game in his life. Correct. And it wasn't close. Correct. 
and I don't think it was going to be all that close, even had Daniel Jones exactly. remained in the game. Exactly. Right. I got this tweet. I actually uh, retweeted this fellow. Yesterday I was a, I was needling Giants fans. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> you were in your glory. Yeah. And this is a guy wrote back to me on one of my needling of Giants. And, and he you goes, replied to one of my tweets that got attention. But go I ahead. did. He wrote, another week of Giants fans thinking their team doesn't suck because Daniel Jones got hurt. We're going to get that. I'm going to get I'm going to take that call today. Sure. That Probably numerous times. If Daniel Jones was uh in the game, we'd you would have lost and it would have been more embarrassing cuz now you have a little bit of a of a thing where you could go, well, Tommy DeVito doesn't yeah. know how to play football. At least he threw a forward pass. He did. N- numerous times yesterday. Now a few of them were intercepted, but you know. I didn't mind the the deep bomb interception. Yeah, double I'm fine, coverage. But... Not great. Air the ball out. Give me well, something. Let's put it over the defender's head then. You know, better than a third and eighteen. <laughs> Giants and stuff. drafted Jalen Hyatt. All he does is get behind defenders, and they can't they can't complete a pass to him. Well, <laughs> every time they throw it deep, he's open. They can't hook up. They can't get it past no. the defenders. All right, so I or don't it's, know. It's thrown wide. It's overthrown. Like you know. And now Daniel Jones, a knee, a uh, neck. Oh, uh, stop. Okay, this. Come on. Stop. You don't it. feel bad for the guy nope. that he blew out his no, knee yesterday. Stop. I do not. Ow. Sorry. Ow. He's not. This is not a uh, life-changing injury for him, and he's made forty billion dollars. Don't care. It. It's still you don't root. You don't root on. You didn't say root. So I'm I not rooting put that for an injury, mouth, but you, I don't you care. Feel bad a little bit. I don't feel bad. All right, fine. I don't feel bad, and all I do is look around the league and mm-hmm. see. And this goes for the Jets situation too. How about both starting quarterbacks, and we didn't even get to the first full week of November? Yeah. But like you look around the league and guys are guys who've never played quarterback in the NFL before yeah. coming games and look a thousand times better than Zach Wilson and yeah. any backup the Giants throw out or, or Daniel Jones. Or guys like Josh Dobbs who arrive in Minnesota on Tuesday and Correct. basically don't take a snap in practice and are working on the cadence on the sidelines with the yeah. offensive linemen and the coaches explaining no the plays in his headset while they're in the huddle and they won a game. And I'm and and I'm not because we'll do this with the Jets tomorrow too if they lose. Or, I thought you were going to say when, <laughs> when no, they we'll, lose. Well, no, if they lose, we'll I think do they're the going to win. Thing where we'll look at little things and be like, you know, Tommy DeVito, the the one interception wasn't on him; it bounced off Darius or whatever. Darius, okay, whatever. Fine. He has a last name. Fine, Slayton. But like we look at. We take a 60-minute football game, and we find one pass that they do correctly, and they go, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. like the, That's like, the potential. If like, only we could just do that for the whole game. Like Tommy DeVito great. had that one nice drive, ended in a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't high school football. We need that multiple times a game. Yes. What are your thoughts, uh, CeeLo? You're a Giant fan. My thoughts are, I mean, the season was already over. Correct. Especially after last week's loss. Yeah, the Jets did you in. This just, and I was talking to C-Mac about this in the newsroom, and I think it was the gist of his overnight program. Okay. It's sort of like, in theory, it should take out any debate or question mark about what the Giants do at that position moving forward. Even though he, they just gave Daniel Jones this contract, and we know that financially it's hard to get out from until after the second season. But, I mean, they're going to be in a position now where they're drafting, let's say, conservatively in the top five, right? So they're probably going back and looking at a quarterback again, which is frustrating and tiring and nauseating. It's like a whole different debate. But 
that's kind of where they're at now. Maybe this time you get one from a school that produces quarterbacks. Well, the problem is everyone... And not brainiacs. Everyone's hot on Caleb Williams from USC. and I don't want that guy. He's, tra- I know, he's crying. He's with his crying mom. in yeah. the stands. Right. He ain't going to make it here. <laughs> wow. We lost. Uh, crying like crying in, the in the stands. Like half in the stands. Not he's interested. Got like, he's like leaning into the crowd. The mom's holding the... What was that? A sheet of paper over his head Looked or like a play calling sheet yeah. from... Yeah, head coach. God, what a disaster. What a total disaster. Uh-huh. Very sobering reality this morning. Yeah. the Jets. Uh, we really need the Jets to win tonight, let's we do. be honest. Absolutely. And we need them to win, like... Convincingly? Correct. Okay. Well, <laughs> history suggests might be, might be in store for a little bit of a letdown tonight. Yeah, we need <laughs> a legitimate Jets offensive win. That's what I need I just, tonight. How about a win? Just take a win. We will take a win. Keep it alive, right? The rest yes. of the AFC's lost yesterday. Jets can be the half game of first place if they win tonight. That's what we need. Whatever. Okay. You don't apologize for wins in the NFL, Al. I'm sure you've heard that one before. I have heard that so before. So just win, baby. Get it done. The Ra- that's what the Raiders had. I even had it up on their big scoreboard. Just win, baby. Yeah. Did you see any of the footage from the postgame locker room? I did Vegas? see a little bit of... Uh... Of uh, Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce, you know, mother bleeping left and right. Devontae Adams off to his right, locked in on every word that was coming out of right? eye contact and head nodding. And then at the end, as he tells them all, see you Wednesday with some expletives uh, in there, they pan left. And I would say the a good majority of the Raiders locker room smoking cigars. <laughs> no, no joke. Or weed. No, they were, I mean, it, with all the smoke in there, you might have thought that. But yeah. Yeah. Smoking up some Stokes. Don't blunts look like cigars? I wouldn't know. Big Snoop blunt, Dogg blunts. Are they, do they make thick ones like that? Because cigar usually has some thickness to it. Yeah, do I they? think they do make thick yeah? ones. Yeah, I, say, I think I've seen my, Cheech and Chong that's smoke my, some. Uh, Weed ignorance, right there. Yeah, I, I'm weed ignorant as well, but mm-hmm. I am. I do know that they stay here. There is weed. Have that... you gotten involved at all? No, didn't now get into weed. Legal? Mix. No, no, Not you know why? Gummy? No, no, because everyone's. Oh, I saw. Oh, okay, I can't walk past a person on the street in mm-hmm. Bradley Beach without a a waft of their. It's weed. not just Bradley Beach. I can promise you that. Is everyone currently high? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Like at any moment is is are most people are more people high than not high is my question. I don't know, man. All I know is the Dolphins head coach was vaping on the sideline in Buffalo last year. So and it's a little different, but if you've listened and watched him a little bit, yeah, I think I think it goes on a little bit more than uh, than we're accustomed to. Yeah, yeah, I'm convinced that the overwhelming majority of people are high at all times. The overwhelming majority. Yeah, overwhelming majority. Like mm. if I were to randomly go up to people walking the streets. Walking the streets, because in this building. Anyway, no, not I'm saying so like it, at any Jersey Shore town. Okay. I just walk on the I go, may I test you for weed? Right. They'd all come up positive. <laughs> all overwhelming of them majority. <laughs> Everyone's smoking weed. So to me, know. even though it became legal, I was like, oh, maybe I might try weed for once in my life. Not interested now. Everyone's it's doing too trendy. It. Too trendy. Right. Very Everyone else trendy. digs you zag. Correct. Got it. Absolutely. Contrarian. That's what you yeah. are now. You're a contrarian. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. I mean, now they said, so Tommy DeVito's the quarterback, I Not guess. Not necessarily, no. From here on they out. They got Matt Barkley on the practice squad. Oh, okay. And he has history with Dable from the Bills, so you could potentially see him out there next week. I actually want Tommy DeVito now the rest of the way. Why I mean, not? 
Listen, if 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 in theory, not that the coaching staff or the front office is going to say this publicly. If the theory, if you're in theory trying to tank and lose games, play, play Devito, Plus, and you could spit. Hey, he's a rookie. He's an undrafted rookie. We're going to evaluate him and find out what yes. we've got. Plus, Matt Barkley's been in this league. He's he, not any good. Yeah, exactly. Another USC guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, well, at least he's has some experience. Whereas, yeah, but Tommy DeVito's yeah. fun. He's did you, like, did you catch New Jersey you guy? See DeVito at the uh, at the press conference post game. No, <laughs> rocking the cut off like the sleeveless shoe. Yeah. Look like a biker dude. That's what we need. <laughs> I want that guy. In. Probably didn't think he was going to be doing the post game uh, podium thing. No. But then again, he did last week, and he, Daniel Jones comes back with a neck. And did you see this? By the way, I'm sorry. This green sludge in New York last week. No. I mean, this is like right out of Ghostbusters or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here. Green sludge Sorry, just on get the streets. Sidetracked, sidetracked. Yeah, it was like coming up from the sewers mm. in Manhattan. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we're not breathing that in. <laughs> they don't, it looked fake, right? It does look it fake. It like they colorized that. Or it looks like, like back in the so, day. so bright green. People used to uh, change out the antifreeze in their car and just pour it down the sewer. Yeah, hey, maybe that's, that's what it looked someone like. Someone poured a lot of antifreeze into yeah. the sewers. So yeah. I don't know these this 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 it's, just, it's a disaster. We said it right. I mean, so it's bad. Yeah, so bad. As good as last year was, and as unexpected as it was, correct. This is the opposite of that. Yes. Now, like, what is the? I wonder, like, what Dayball's life is like. Because Eddie and I saw him. He's at, another one with a ton of kids too. God, Eddie and I saw him hide. at the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was living. Sure. Like, Coach of the year, riding oh high, gosh. won a playoff game on the road. Yeah, He was super friendly. <laughs> he was looking to take photos. He was just. I'll do you one better. Loving life. I'll do you one better. The training camp show. Remember how light he was that day? Busting Geo's chops. Oh, yeah. All was well. All was well. <laughs> that like feels now. like a long time ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so weird oh, how quickly man. things go south fall apart yeah in the nfl and specifically with the new york area teams cursing out evan neal yesterday yeah, rightfully so by the way he comes off the field Enough of that guy he gave him the old wtf <laughs> <laughs> that was great we're not even trying to snap the ball where are you going yeah oh man so i don't know i don't know there's no but even to go oh what are bright spots doesn't matter there were none yesterday. I say one Barkley ran the ball pretty good. Nah, come on. No. Eh, bright spots. That one drive by they Tommy They should put DeVito. him in bubble. Honestly, if they, they didn't trade him if they were if they plan on keeping him. Yeah. Shut I him mean, down. I don't know about shut him, but they, I mean, imagine he something, he has like another serious injury. I guess then you just cut your losses and you move on. But yeah. man. What do you do if you're John Mara? What would you say you, you do, do here? here? Like, what does John Mara do now? I don't he, know. The, how many they won that playoff game in Minnesota, and he was, we're back. We're back, baby. Whew, man, talk about the the mush. Yep. 30-6, mm. to six, that game was 24 <laughs> nothing at the half. Which was already the most points the Raiders had scored all year in one <laughs> half. Is that right? <laughs> Correct. Wow. I think 21 was their high for the mm-hmm. season, full game. They hit that at the half. Yeah. Okay. All right. Giants get sacked eight more times. Woof. Got was it eight? Wow. Zero. I kind of checked out after Jones got hurt. Zero sacks on a rookie quarterback. Right, which, of course, allowed Sal to chirp on Twitter about, okay, well, I haven't watched Broken Down the Film yet. How did What, what was the stat line on Kayvon Thibodeau? Yeah. Right, another thing we heard. Oh, a Wink uh, Martindale defense against a rookie quarterback? Yeah, nothing. 
You I, showed up with nothing. I didn't see it. How are the Raiders favored in this game? Have you watched the Giants play yeah. football this year? They suck. Oof. I don't even know who they play next, the Giants. That's how little interest Cowboys. <laughs> right? Or do I have that wrong? Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, they're at Dallas next week. Yeah. Oh, at Dallas. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I like your chance. Well, because you remember in the season opener, they, they played at MetLife and didn't score a point. Oh, right. Let me check the early, the early line on that. <laughs> Dallas minus 38. Wow. So no. that's going to be, that's probably one of the biggest spreads in the NFL ever. I'm actually curious now what it is. I'm going to say. Whatever it is, you take in the Cowboys. I don't care. No, there's what always it is. a limit. Seven. If it's there's 17, you're not Hell, taking the I even Cowboys. I put the cards in the Cardinals in the tees yesterday, but lost. <laughs> so if, if the Cowboys were favored by 17, you're not taking the Cowboys. Of course you are. I probably would just lay off the game. You're right. <laughs> uh, Fifteen and a half. Wow. On Fanduel. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not even. Hey, fourteen and a half. Two touchdowns and a half. Oh, we're gonna tack on that extra. Make it fifteen yeah. and a half, just wow. in case. <laughs> My goodness. Funny because every year we go to Giants training camp, and the optimism, there's cockiness, there's a swagger about swagger. everybody. Oh yeah, Dable's right giving Geo the, the business. Oh yeah, I mean we've been there so many. Pat Shermer was there <laughs> one year. Pat Shermer was just was calling plays for Colorado yeah. over the weekend. They suck now too. Yeah. Oh, remember Deion Sanders in Colorado? Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I check now, I don't watch college football. They loss. Lose, right. Loss. Yeah. At least they weren't crying in the stands with their mother. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Think about that. If you go back to early in the season or right before the season, his dad gave an interview where he was like, well, if we don't like the team that gets the number one pick. We'll just go back to USC. So that NIL money. Right. So, yeah, he's giving dad caught propping him up in the media, and now mom is – Coddling him after the game, and the and listen, I'm all for I'm I can be emotional with sports, so I'm not trying to, but yeah, it just it's a bad look. Mm. And everyone loved it. Everyone was like, oh, "Look, this is the guy I want for my team. Look how invested he yeah, is." You know, I appreciate that side of it. I don't know, it was just something about the visual of like half yeah. in the stands on the fence, the face cover. I mean, I don't know. Well, Whatever. this is maybe, what we're maybe I'm being a little too nitpicky here. We're starting to see the children. Of the what I call the nice father generation, I try to be a nice father, right? But I also don't. I try not to just tell them, "Hey, it's not your fault. Everything will be fine." You know, fathers got soft, and it softened well society. Boys, society, I think, kind of forced them to get a little softer. Right. I grew up in a time when fathers went to work; they weren't busy playing with their kids. <laughs> They were busy making money for the family. Now, where you got not to open up a can of worms yeah. here. Do you go back far enough? I don't want to say are you OLD enough, but mm-hmm. did you go back far enough where you were like someone that got like the belt or the wooden spoon or something like that? My mom would get me with the wooden spoon, but yeah. it wouldn't really hurt. Okay. I look at the wooden spoon now because we still have it. It's like seven inches long. I mean, what was that thing doing? I mean, nothing. Well, you weren't you weren't a grown man at the time. <laughs> right. You weren't as thin as you might be. You know, you were a child. Yeah, not a not a man. Could you imagine like hitting your child with a belt? I cannot. No, but I do know that it occurred. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Speaking of what, what did you refer to as Daniel Jones as on Twitter yesterday? My reply: what Old pretzel stick. Pretzel body. stick. Yeah, right. He's brittle like a pretzel stick. <laughs> I never thought of. Oh, okay. Not He's the soft brittle. pretzel. You're talking no, no, about no. the baked the little. Okay, the pretzel I'm rod. Like a pretzel, the pretzel rod. rod. Just Got how it. you if you want snaps to right in half. Crack yeah. it right in half and uh-huh. dust falls out of it. Yeah, yeah. That's Daniel <laughs> Jones' dust. body. <laughs> oh, All right, let's take a break, Sula. Yeah, yeah.
do that. I've got. Let's go around the NFL. Uh, on yes, the, please. The next, let's move on from the this next segment, God. and then uh, Boomer and Gio will be here right at six o'clock. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Program. What is Bill Parcells even talking about in that thing? How about that? <laughs> and that's a landline, Al. Yeah. If he called in, you would have been like, you got to get, that's uh, a bad line. You got to get on a better line there. Shut up, that. fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him, Boomer. You know what I think it is? Uh, uh, is that Was that from this, when he's joining the Giants or the Jets? I had to be the Jets. Yeah. Okay, there goes my theory. Because right. I had the theory of uh, Eddie had a great theory back in the day when Tom Coughlin. Oh, yeah, same. That the Tom phone. Coughlin uh, was used to screaming, must have been screaming at people on his phone so much that he blew out the phone. Yeah. So anytime he would call in to talk on WFN, yes. it was always like. Overmodulated. Overmodulated because yeah, yeah. he, he he done blown it out when he was yelling <laughs> at somebody. So I thought maybe Bill Parcells was using the same phone. Over at the facility, but, yeah, but two different facilities. That would have been before Coughlin. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, what, let's start with the uh, other big games over the weekend, uh, CeeLo. Mm-hmm. The uh, the 9-30 game or 9-15 nine, game. Nine, nine. I actually texted Mr. Jerry Recco when it was 21 nothing Chiefs. Uh-huh. And I said to Jerry, I go, Jerry, this is like kind of like one of your specialties. Jerry loves to bet when a, when a team that can score a lot of points goes down big early. He loves to take that Hop team on to the come live back. Line, the yeah. Live line, live money line. I go, Jerry, look at this one. 21 nothing at the half. Dolphins. He mm-hmm. goes, yeah, it yeah, looks interesting. He didn't say he bet it, and I didn't bet it. But uh, they end up 21-14, right? That's yeah. how it ends. Yeah, had a chance late trying to drive for the uh, tying score, and yeah. then a bad snap essentially ended it. Yeah, yeah. but that was a great um, Sunday morning game. We don't get a lot of those. I don't know about great. It was It was competitive. Solid. Tale to have. Second half, certainly more uh, appealing and engaging than the first half was. Yeah. When it when it went to 21 nothing on that scoop up and run in, I yes. thought, mm, that's the type of, that's a dagger right there. Going into the half, you thought you were going to be down 14 nothing. Now, all of a sudden, you're down 21 nothing. Yeah. But um, then they hung it. They came back a little bit in the second half, but that was it. So next week, we get like a terrible game. I think it's. It's Colts Patriots. <laughs> yeah, Colts Patriots. Yeah, so they got all the folks in Germany fired up with a real good matchup, yeah. and then they're just going to parachute in the Colts and the Patriots, and yes. the people are going to be like, wait, is this the same sport? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then last night was a big game, which uh, most of us miss that are up super early. Not me. You watch this one? Yeah. So uh, Joe Burrow threw for Joe 300. Burrow. Joe Barrow? Yeah. Threw for 348 yards. Bengals beat the Bills. Gio loved this one all week. Bengals? Yeah. Yeah, me too. He said he was almost going to take it as his knockout pool pick. Wow. That's how confident that he was. That would have been aggressive, but it would have worked out. Yeah. Now, Buffalo also trying to drive, and there was a six-point differential, so they found a way into the end zone with that last drive. Could have uh, could have been a big comeback for them, but you that was the, not to be. You liked the Bengals all week as well? I did, yeah. 
Like, yeah, I mean, they're humming along now. Yeah, they've they've uh, they're clicking on all cylinders. And Burrow's he even said it on the post game or on the field with uh, who was it? Whoever does the on field stuff for NBC. She's like, so what are you able to do now that you weren't able to do at the beginning of the year? Like when yeah. you had the calf injury, he was just like run. <laughs> I'm a good able place to run. To start. Yeah, yeah. Not even just as far as running for yardage, but just his escapability and his movement in the pocket. So he was excellent last night. Yeah, the Bills now are... And this was like at the end of last year, too. The Bills were like kind of weird. Yeah, it, they're hard to figure. Hard they, to figure. Like their uh, advanced metrics offensively are really, really strong. And I think they have one of the best point differentials in the league, but they're now 5-4. and four. So Josh Allen's got turnover issues. And, I mean, look, they didn't play a terrible game. They're on the road against another AFC contender, and they lost by six, you know. But they do have a very tough schedule because I... NBC threw up one of those graphics last night where it was like, if the Bengals win tonight, their chances to make the playoffs go from whatever to like 65%. And the Bills, they had it less than 50. And I was like, tell me the Bills are less than a coin flip to make the playoffs if they lose. Then I looked at it and they have a very tough schedule. And you got a lot of like middle class in the AFC right now. So it could come down down to some of these, you know, head-to-head tiebreakers or whatever. And they just lost to the Bengals. I think they still got to play the Chiefs. Still got to play the Eagles. Like they have, I think, the hardest remaining schedule right now in terms of opposing winning percentage. And the New York Jets. That's right. Right. Big revenge oh, spot yeah. for them there. Big, though, oh, at home. I hope not. <laughs> then uh, the other big game while well, that was going on the same time as the Giants, if you were on the red zone, was Eagles Cowboys. That was a that was a very good game. Very good game. I thought the Cowboys were going to pull it out at the end. Well, Eagles gave them every chance, taking penalty, penalty, yes. penalty, and I was like, what are they doing here? But they ended up losing. Uh, lots of uh, intrigue in this one, specifically about a uh, a lower level coach on the Eagles who got knocked down on a play. Oh, I didn't see that. That went to the out-of-bounds. Watching multiple games in that fourth. All right. Well, I didn't see that this uh, until it was slowed down and played on the internet. The internet. But a a, a lower-level Eagles coach got knocked down, Mm. fell down. When he got up, you know, you kind of get a plumber's crack like your butt sticking out. yeah. He appears to be wearing a thong. Come on. (laughs) We'll get up. (laughs) A red, shiny red thong. It's being investigated oh, wow. by internet sleuths. Wow. Yep. Couple of internet sleuth things. Yeah. Did you see the one about um, what is it? Um, oh my God, what's wrong with me? The, the Packers head coach. What is his name? Lafleur. Lafleur. Lafleur uh, from the from the Packers. Yeah. Bro hugging Sean McVay after the game, and he did like the, like the like when he wrapped his arms around him, he did like the reverse grip, mm-hmm. and he did it multiple times with multiple coaches. It was like very glaring. I've never seen that before. So that's his move. That's like, like something you know, he usually does. hug a guy, give him a little pat yeah. on the back. He was going like with the reverse claw wow. grip. Yeah, yeah. That's a really so strong. I like hug. that you multiple times clarified a lower level Eagles coach. Yeah, because it wasn't. I know it wasn't like <laughs> one of the main guys, and every no one was identifying the guy. They were just like, "Is this Eagles coach wearing Eagles a red coach thong? Thong is what I just yeah. Google. It'll come right up." <laughs> By the way, I am now rooting for, and I'm going to do my fraudulent five this week. I wasn't feeling it last week, and I didn't do it. But I'll have that prepared probably Wednesday when Jerry's back. But you saw the thong? No, I'm oh. booing that I won't be here tomorrow, that you won't do it tomorrow. I love Josh Eddie, Dobbs. you in there? Can you kill my pot just in case? Because I'm going to play this video. I don't know if there's sound. Yeah, I think there's sound on it. You good? Is he? Oh, we're good? Okay. He's in there. Sorry. I didn't know if he... Uh... Oh, yeah. Let's see here. You checking out the yeah, red thong? Yeah. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. It's definitely red. I mean, that's, oh, there's no debating that. Red underpants. Yeah, the man's wearing a thong. They do sell men's Possible. thongs. I suppose, or maybe it's one of those. Who was it uh, with the Jason Giambi? Right, had the thing with the Yankees when he trying to like bust out of a slump. He'd wear it was a like women's a gold thong. thong or something. And I think at some point, Derek Jeter, in the midst of like one of the worst slums of his career, I think they finally got him to he went give thong. in and wear it or something like that. Oh, but yeah. the Eagles have been rolling this year. No, re- no, no reason. No, I know. To wear I just who knows? Could be like a, maybe he had to pay off a bet that he lost. I mean, maybe it could be a variety of things. But perhaps yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. Um, Josh Dobbs. Love him. That was incredible. I, I mean. This guy's unbelievable. I'm very, I, I'm curious to see, this could go two ways, and I've done this with Boomer before. I feel like he could come in and basically like that's, and just talk about how incredible and impossible and all those things, or because everyone else is saying that, if he's going to come in and give us all the reasons why it's not as impressive as it seems. <laughs> I could see it going both ways. It's not going to be in the middle. It's yeah. going to be one or the other. It's going to be extreme praise, or it's going to be like, all right, let's calm down a little bit. I love Josh Dobbs just when I found out when he tried to buy his jersey in the Cardinals team store and it yeah. wasn't there, yeah. and he wasn't a douche about it. That's right. Right? He had fun with it. Very, like, very personable. I like this guy. And then he didn't even get off to a great start yesterday. No, he got sacked for a safety. I think I had a, maybe a fumble as well. Yes. And then it psh, turned it around. You saw all the stuff post game. What did he do? Oh, well, I mean... A couple of things. I mean, the report, he didn't take a snap. and He got there. He oh, got yeah. traded Tuesday. Didn't take a snap in practice. He's on the sidelines as the, uh, was it Jaron Halls, the rookie who started the fifth rounder? So he gets concussed. I think it was in the first quarter, late first quarter. So they've got video on the sideline of Dobbs brings the offensive linemen together basically to explain to them what his cadence is. <laughs> and he's practicing the snap. First time he's actually worked with the center right there as he's about to go into the game. And then Kevin O'Connell later reveals that he was essentially like translating the verbiage, or the plays in his headset. Actually, they're calling in the plays, and in the allotted time they have from when the play clock starts at forty, I think they get till maybe fifteen. So, in addition to calling the play, O'Connell's basically telling him what is supposed to happen on the play. And the guy throws two touchdowns, runs for sixty-six yards, and another score. And they come back and win. That Love was very it. impressive. They'll probably be on my fraudulent five list this yeah. week. If not now, when? Exactly. Yeah. Even though I love Kirk Cousins after seeing him on that Netflix they series. Had this, they had the Kirk Cousins shirts on pregame. Big oh, they ra- did? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Big rallying cry for Cousins pregame. And then Dobbs comes into the locker room after he was like the last guy in, probably because he had to do a bunch of on-field interviews or whatever. Whole locker room goes nuts. They lifted him up on their shoulders. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Team They're ball. feeling it right now. Four straight wins for the Vikings. Love it. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break. I got more NFL notes on the other side. Oh, yeah. Boomer, Geo, 6 a.m. What is Rex Ryan talking about when he goes, if you want to criticize us, you have no right? Whatever. Yes, we do. Forget it. He's rolling. Bom, bom. Welcome back to the warm-up program. That Jerry. Was, oh, sorry. sorry. Jerry was in uh, Philadelphia last night or yesterday afternoon doing a Cowboys. Ah! Eagles with his boyhood hero Danny White on Compass Media Networks. Yeah. That was a that's a national feed, the Jerry one. You know, there's a there's someone who does it in Dallas, local, there's someone who right? does it in Philly, mm-hmm. and then there's just someone who does it nationally. Right. And that person yesterday was one Jerry Recco. It's our pal, our good pal. Oh yeah, a couple things. Uh, let me bring a Jerry into this with, with oh. what he uh, Jerry was talking about uh, the resurgence of the Ravens. And he's correct. What do you mean by resurgence? Well, like, I don't know. They, uh, 
they weren't like. I Are mean, you're talking about last year. No, no, no. For this like year? like this year, the the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. where the Ravens were starting to look like the Ravens starting that we cook. expected. And then one of our cool games was Ravens Seahawks. Yeah. And Match the Ravens. Of division leaders. They just ripped them apart, they those sure Ravens. Did. They sure did. They had Seattle, uh, Seattle had 151, 151 total yards. Uh huh. The Ravens had 515. They ran for 298. Damn. Yeah. And it wasn't even like Lamar Jackson running all over the place. I he li- did, but not the way sometimes he does. I don't like when the Ravens are good. I don't like them. You don't like no. when the Ravens are good. <laughs> I just don't like them. I still see them as an expansion team. I don't oh, like when they're in the it. playoffs. They're not an expansion team. They're one of these punchy in the face teams. I like. I like. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't like them. Okay, they're not having been good in the playoffs with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Yeah. but I mean they have won a Super Bowl before. Yeah, I just always picture them playing in games where it's like kind of raining out and it's cold. That's right, and... Eddie. That's right. Two what did Super he say? Bowls. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about the Joe Flacco Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah. And who <laughs> was their other the lights one? lights went out against the Giants with nope. the Ray Lewis defense. And who was the, what was the other uh, Ravens Super Bowl? I just said against the Giants. But what was the other one? 49ers. Oh, who were they? 49ers. Yeah, that was oh, when right. the lights went out 47. in New Orleans. Yes. Also with Ray Lewis, I think, his last game. Right? Yes. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking about that Raven defense in the, what was that, the 2000 season? All time. Yes, up there with the 85 Bears. And, and the, the 20- no-name defense. Uh-huh. The doomsday defense. Yes. The steel curtain and the purple people. Purple people. Are and the orange, Oof, orange crush. And the 23 Jets. I mean, it's a long list. Yep. <laughs> The long list of great defenses. Uh huh. Here's another guy like C.J. Stroud. Well, sure. I mean, it, they talk about a team that should be on your. They should lead your fraudulent five after this week. The Texans. And I don't like them because they're. I hate these teams that I still consider expansion teams. You just they're said still that, one of them. But they actually, in that, in this case, it's accurate. But that guy is awesome. He threw for four seventy. Yeah. Right? 470 it was? 470. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. And and came down the field after. I mean, you want to talk about. That is just so Todd Bowles, by the way. That is just. <laughs> to the point where someone asked him after the game, I think, like, hey, are you going to give up defensive play calling? They want him fired down in Tampa. He's terrible. They do. We they want him this. out. We knew this. Right, we well, knew he, this. He was riding Once high. Once Tom Brady was gone. I mean, right. come on. Oh, listen, Bill I, Belichick ain't so great without Tom Brady either. Right. I just saw his record and, under 500. And I don't look, it's not like the Bucks are the laughing stock of the league. You know, Baker Mayfield actually played pretty well yesterday and they've won some, won some games. But I mean, that was brutal. They come down the field, take the lead. And what was there, like 40 seconds left or something like that? It was kind of similar to the Jets coming down the field on the Giants last week, except that was a field goal. The Texans had to stuff it into the end zone. Yeah, the, but they did have their running back kick a field goal, which was really cool. Yeah. Third string running back. Third string. Kaimi Fairbairn, their kicker, got hurt. Yes. Uh, this guy's name is, uh, I know I'm going <laughs> to screw it up. I'm not even sure. I mean, I have to really say it's slow. But go ahead. Well, Give his it a first shot. name looks like it's Dare. I believe it's Dare. That would make sense. Yeah. And then his last name is Ogun Bowali. I believe it's Ogun Bowali. Yeah. yeah. That dude kicked a 29-yard field goal. With, with confidence and authority. And then, like... <laughs> Swagger coming off, jogging yes. off, trotting off the field as if he's been doing it his whole life. Right. Think of how many kickers miss that field yeah, goal. Yeah, a lot of sure. them. Sure. Graham Goodell last week. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yes. Because they were, they went for two a bunch, but that was a situation where, like, all right, we got to give it a shot. Because he was doing, he was handling kickoffs in the second half. Right. Because at first they were just going for two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the the team Eddie wanted everyone to take in the knockout pool, the Cleveland Browns over the Cardinals. Yeah. He nailed that one, 27 Like I nothing. said, I put the cards in the T, like because I, I think the line was like eight. I, I, I got them up to, it was some ridiculous number, in the 20s, and they still didn't cover. <laughs> <laughs> they had, I believe they had 51 yards of net offense on the day, the entire game. Oh, is that right? Yeah. With uh, rookie Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon, yeah. Quarterback. Clayton Toon versus the Cleveland defense. That <laughs> went, ex- you know, a lot of times things don't go as expected in the NFL, like something weird happens. Yeah. That went as expected. So I did not that I expected them to, you know, move the ball and score points. I just figured, hey, Deshaun Watson hasn't been good. He's coming back from the road. Like they could keep this, this could be like an ugly, low scoring game on both sides. Yeah. And that was not the case. Right. No. Right, Deshaun Watson was a, a late addition, I thought, to that game. Because I feel like on Friday when we were talking about that game around here, that he was yeah, not starting. Later in the day, when they pra- he practiced in full Friday, and then after practice, they basically said he was he was good to go. He was going to roll mm-hmm. roll it up there? Yes. Two- 58 yards for the Cardinals in the game. 58 yards? Net, net yards of offense. Yes. That's, that's not going to win you a lot of games. No, it's not. No. Two quick baseball notes, if you will, Cela. One, I will. Joey Votto is... is uh, his 17 years in Cincinnati has come to an end. Yes. They had like an option they didn't pick up on yeah. him, his contract. Yeah. They didn't pick up his uh, some sort of crazy option, I'm sure. I'm sure. Do you think he will land with another team or do you think if he'll he wants be done? to keep playing? Yeah. But I know he's very uh, tied to that organization and he's kind of an interesting uh, intellectual, emotional guy at times. So I don't know. I can't speak to that. What was weird was one of the articles I was reading about it. They go. Uh, this the red said. This was not a financial decision. Yeah, because they they basically are making the point. That it's a young up and coming team. They have a, they did, oh, okay. they essentially said we don't have a spot for him right now. Wow. Yeah. A fan favorite, no doubt. Oh, for sure. I love Joey. All time red. Yeah. Hey, talks to the fans that are like sitting up close while he's in the on deck circle. He's a very interesting cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool dude. Mm-hmm. Would you say he's an older cool dude? I would absolutely like say he's an older cool dude. Old soul. I would One of those actually, guys that get you to think about things in a different way, usually. He has an interesting perspective. Yeah. I would like to see him um, retire. I think it's cool when you can stick with sure. one team. Give him a call. Very let him rare. know. All right. It's enough tweet should hang him up. Uh, and then your main man, uh, Anthony Volpe, won a gold glove award. Yeah. I I Was, mean, look, good for him. Okay, good for you. I, but what? I don't know. You don't think he deserves one? It's not a question of deserves. It's just I just kind of like, all right, I— I didn't feel that way watching him for a good chunk of the year. Not that he was bad, but I don't know. It's, you weren't it's, like, it's, there's a gold well, glover. Well, it's the advanced metrics, right? Because you say he had 17 errors, but he had 15 runs saved, which was quite a bit more, according to those advanced metrics, the analytics, than uh, Carlos Correa and Corey Seager were the other finalists at the position. But you're saying eyeball test, not a gold. Well, glover. look, I, 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 I'll say this: it went better than I was expecting because it was, hey, he probably projects more at second base. Oswald Peraza's more than the natural shortstop. They weren't sure how his arm was going to hold up. He can clearly get after them. I mean, he has excellent range. He gets to a lot of balls. So he didn't have. I didn't think he had a bad year. But if you, if you asked me if I had knew nothing else about the American League and just, hey, does he look like a gold glove shortstop this year? I would have said, no, I think he's maybe on his way to it, but not there yet. All right. Sports Minute Time, CeeLo. What do you got? Amy, Amy Lawrence. Lawrence. Take a on stab. Biggest storyline from yesterday. The Bengals are back, baby. Mm. Woo-hoo. Big Jets, Sharks. Uh, WFAN, <laughs> WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.